And I did it without the fake British accent. I think they should put a little English accent on it. Every time I attempt a British accent, the commenters get angry. Don't get angry. It turns out that accents are pretty complicated things. Thank you for listening to Hog Story, where I'm just by myself. You can uh, call me and tell me I'm not that lonely and that you'll always be there for me. I don't know. I didn't really have anything planned to say here just because it's me, Fletcher. This is Hog Story. Am I retarded? Hugs and hot ass. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Tapping the Admiral. Tapping the Admiral. Tapping the Admiral. Yeah! I, I did it. God damn you, little microphone. Yeah, that's right. You heard right. It's just me. It's just solo time. Hi, how you doing? This is Hog Story. It's episode 372. How are you? We do it for you. It's too good to be true. I like the color blue. I said all this before the show started. But it is a Monday. October 9th. The 9th. That's kind of cool. I mean, the month's just moving on. It'll be Halloween before you know it, and then Christmas decorations will be up. That's how it goes. Happy Monday. Thanks. This one I call Hot Fudge Monday. That was earlier. After coffee. TMI? And it's a Monday. It is a Monday. That's what the M in TMI is for. Totally Monday. Ingrates. Speaking of ingredients, I'm going to be one myself. Open this beer. Yeah, you heard right. You probably identified it just from the crack of that giant fucking 32-ounce can of Miller High Life, the champagne of the smoker. Ah, pretty great. Sound of the beer rushing down my esophagus. Boost my bitch up. Yeah, you could do that. Because uh, we are live. We are lit. Should be. <laughs> it's lit. That's the one. That's the one. And you could always give me a call at 430-201-4841. Because I want to hear your best accent. Or accents. How many can you do? Do them all. Give me your best ones. Give me your worst ones. Give me your mediocre ones. Just give me all your ones. Because I'm a stripper. And tonight I'm dancing on your pole. Whatever that means. Uh, take it take it how you want to. And I'll, I'll definitely be taking it the way you want. Man, people shouldn't give me a microphone on my own. You know? Instead of me laughing, you're going to hear the pig. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> there, there it is. That's what that is. 
As I said, 430-201-4841. I want to hear your best accents. I also want to talk to you, so I'll, I'll be open up, opening up the phone lines later to, uh, to talk directly to you folks. But really, let's fade this music down. Because there's nature sounds are happening. And um, let me tell you about this, this concoction, this food item that I made. That was quite delicious. It was a hot dog taco. Big hot dog doesn't want you to know about this, so don't be surprised if the, if the stream drops uh, inexplicably. Yeah, a, a taco hot dog. So you take hot dogs and you chop them up however small you want to. Then you brown them in a pan like you would ground beef, and you do all the things to the hot dog meat that you would ground beef in preparation for tacos. So, you know, taco seasoning. Some onions in there. Some cilantro in there. Your choice of peppers or whatever. Whatever you want in there. Then you just throw the hot dog, brown meat, whatever. Crypto! What I'm trying to say is fuck the government. <laughs> There's a boostergram coming in. So, yeah. Uh, where was I? Thanks for the, uh, the boostergram, booster. And, uh, see, I had forgotten my boostergram sound. It surprised me. But I, so I put taco seasoning in there I, and onions and cilantro and peppers. And then, uh, once I had it all cooked, I put it in taco shells, just like tacos and sour cream and shredded cheese. I made a salsa type thing with habanero peppers and like tomatoes, some grape tomatoes, a single strawberry. So let's, I mean, I used one habanero pepper, like maybe six of these little tomatoes, a single fat strawberry, um, a, a teaspoon of applesauce, uh, a slight pinch of uh, cinnamon and cloves and a pinch of salt. Mix it all together. It was fantastic on them, on them hot dog tacos. So uh, there you go. Try it out sometime if you want to ruin your body with nitrates. But at least it tastes good, you know? And that's what's important, is the taste. Ooh, look, I got a voicemail. Uh, don't forget this number, though. It's very important. That's right. Call it direct, call it collect, but call it today. Let's see what this first caller had to say. Oh, dear me. I'm Jeff Goldblum now. Face of the screen, Hagaroos. Hey. I was just uh, calling in randomly because I heard this advertisement a minute ago for, I think it was Don Power Wash Dish Spray. Like, dish, it's a, it's a total tongue twister. I was trying to say it. I got, I'm sorry, I got traffic going by. I'm outside. Oh. But Dawn Power Wash Dish Spray. Like, dish, <laughs> dish spray. How do you say dish spray? Dish spray. Dish spray. Dish like, it's, spray. It's dish, a hard thing to say. Dish spray. Um, Disparate. I like to try to do it with a Sean Connery accent. Like oh, I was doing. dish spray. Dawn Power Wash yes. Dish Spray. Dish the spray. Chicago way. Oh. Uh, but. Yes. Dawn. Power wash, dish spray, dish, dish spray. It's hard. It's hard. Really, it's really hard to distinguish the two sure sounds. Like because Sean Connery shows, like spray is spray in Sean Connery speak. So 
spray. It's like this dish spray. Like dish spray. Uh, 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 I don't know. It belongs in a museum. Maybe you guys can help out with that. Anyway, I guess I'll hear from you later on the show. I'm calling early. Oh, shit. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. And screen. Oh, and the smoker to you as well. You're Jeff Goldblum. Um, I hit my keyboard. Sorry. Dish spray. Remind me of this hogwash. All you have to do is call me on the phone and tell me I'm not that lonely and that you'll be there for me when I need you. I just can't stop pointing at this naughty douchebag pig sponge. <laughs> Fuck, I'll throw in free shipping if you'll just call me and talk to me on the phone. And it's free, you fucking tit shitter! Yeah, it's free. It's free to call me and tell me I'm not that lonely. You know? Call a psychiatrist because you're a fucking lunatic. All you have to do is call me on the phone and tell me I'm not that lonely and that you'll be there for me when I need you. Yes, that's all you have to do is just call me on the phone. Tell me I'm not that lonely. Lonely. Are you lonely? Is there a caller on that's lonely? To boldly go where no pig has gone before. Yeah. Well, thanks, Face the Screen. You know, that that does remind me of this. Um, it's time to play an ad. It's come to that point where Hog Story has started playing ads. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you'll have to sit through it, just so we get that sweet, sweet ad revenue. Oh, and CVLC fucks it up. We've all been there. You're in a guy's apartment. It's cleaner than you expected. You're not feeling so clean yourself. So, what do you do now with your stinky cunt? <laughs> you do the only thing you can do. You pop in a peaches pussy pellet. Refresh us on the go. Available now, 40-pack for only $69.99. Call in the next 420 seconds. We'll throw in a discreet travel case for free. 430-201-4841. Peaches Pussy Pellets from the makers of Coozer Cleanse. 430-201-4841. 430-201-4841. Yeah, there you go. Oh, and now it's going to that. Thanks. Peaches Pussy Pellets, everybody. 430-201-4841. Get them while they last. Um, you want to do that. Pronto. It really helps the show. You know. Uh, Come with a telephone number. Yeah. 430-201-4841. That's right. That's right. There's a mathematician in the audience. It is indeed. Um, Peaches Pussy Pellets, that's where I left off. Now, there was some, uh, who was that? Um, C. Brooklyn was asking about, uh, fuck ancient Egypt news. There is, there are some new developments happening over there in the, uh, Egyptian land. Fuck ancient Egypt. I don't know if anybody has heard about the Scan Pyramids Project where uh, they they do muon detection scanning, which are just cosmic particles or whatever. Anyway, they've uh, with muon detection scanning, uh, they found a couple of voids in, in the Great Pyramid, the big one. Some call it, some call it Khufu's pyra- uh, Pyramid. Almost said period. <laughs> uh, they, there's still one they haven't, quote, explored. A smaller one right behind the maybe original entrance. Anyway, it's just a just a long corridor. There's nothing really too 
special about it. It's got a vaulted ceiling. And uh, that's it. They stuck an endoscopic camera between the cracks of some bricks, which makes me wonder, why haven't you fucking done that before? And why can't people do that with other parts of the pyramid? But whatever. Um, what there was also... Um, oh, there's one of these smaller pyramids um, from a pharaoh that's not, not as famous as, like, King Tut or, you know, Sneferu or whoever. Um, let's see if I can do new corridors and find out which pyramid it is. Pyramid Highway? No, we don't want that. No. No. Oh, see, it's not even... Everybody's still talking about the, the corridors in the Great Pyramid. What's so great about it? It's empty. That's not the Great Pyramid. It's one of these smaller ones. Hmm. All right. Well, what a dud. Let me see. Let me, let me go through some search history, see if I can find it again. You know how that goes. I watched an Australian guy try and make Cubane in his garage. That was exciting. We'll check that guy out, whatever his name is. I'm not going to tell you because I already scrolled past it. Uh, oh, uh, the pyramid for the pharaoh Sahure. Yes, his pyramid, which is definitely in ruin. They they went in and did some reconstructive work. They propped up some rocks that were falling in because the whole thing is just collapsing. <clears throat> so they put in some iron to uh, strengthen that. They removed a bunch of rubble. They um, And then they did reconstructive work, so adding plaster uh, to kind of make it all look uniform, I suppose. But there was original plaster still in there, just buried under rubble. Uh, it's kind of neat. They found a, a corridor and six or eight little chambers off to the side that they think may have been storage rooms. So there's that. It, that... That part is kind of cool. They finally did some exploratory work and reconstruction, like faithful reconstruction work to a pyramid. And they haven't done that in quite a while. Um, nothing like major like this anyway. And um, yeah, I mean, that's a really only new thing. If you really want to go down a, a fun hole, a rabbit hole with ancient Egypt... Uh, look into the whole discovery of King Tut's tomb being a total hoax. The guy that found it, which I, I ascribe to this one. I, I think it makes total sense that the guy that found it just put a whole bunch of ancient Egyptian artifacts that he found into a single room and painted it to look like a pharaoh's barrier, burial chamber and then sealed it shut, but he didn't wait long enough. So the paint got all moldy because it was still wet when they sealed it up. And hot, obviously, it's Egypt in the Valley of the Kings. And uh, it, it just, it's inconsistent. His death mask has holes in the ears, which is indicative of a woman. Um, certain statues that are supposedly of King Tut have fucking tits. King Tut, <laughs> that could be a curse. King Tut's tits! Um, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff that uh, are attributed to Nefertiti. Uh, is that his mom, maybe? Uh, she was from the, the previous pharaoh, Akhenaten. 
she was like his co-ruler. See, he, Akhenaten was very bad, went against all this typical traditional Egyptian stuff, like letting his wife talk and stuff and letting her be his equal. You know, weird shit like that. And uh, saying there's only one true God, the sun God. Nobody liked that either. That's why you can't find a whole lot of shit about Akhenaten. But yes, there are a lot of things attributed to women that are in King Tut's tomb. His tomb itself is in a, a layout typical for a woman's burial, not a man's. Um, in ancient Egypt, the a left turn was associated with masculinity. A right turn is associated with feminine. So the fact that King Tut's tomb, when you walk down the corridor to get into his tomb, you have to make a right turn. That's typical for a woman's burial, not a man's, no matter how old he is. So all that's kind of weird. It, and just one weird thing would just be an anomaly. But when you have a whole lot of stuff, like the way they have photographs, supposedly, of when they first opened the tomb and didn't move anything around, well, it looks like a freaking garage sale in there. Just stuff's all piled on top of each other. Like, would they do that for a pharaoh that they revered? I mean, his canopic jars were just on the floor. So, you know, whatever. To me, I... I think it makes more sense that this guy was running out of money, which he was, went back to England to get some. And when he finally got some, wow, lo and behold, a few days later, I found King Tut's tomb. And it's got the most we've ever found before or since in a single tomb. Magical or fake and gay. Was King Tut gay? I don't know. Do you know? Give me a call, 430-201-4841. Let's talk about it. The phone lines are open, so you can tell me what you think. In your best accent, of course. Just let me know, 430-201-4841. I'll listen. I'll listen to you. Or I'll pretend like I am. I mean, I don't know. I thought I had a jingle called the phone line. How is that not in there? Who knows? Yeah, well... You think you had a setup for a good phone line, but then suddenly the oh. phone line's open. It is. The phone line's open. 430-201-4841. Let's talk about ancient Egypt. Let's talk about pussy pellets. Let's talk about your best accents. 430-201-4841. We can talk about anything you want, honestly. Honestly. Who's in the chat room right now? See Brooklyn 112. I see you. Pfeiffer, I see you. Uh Jump on in. Hey. Ah, oh, what's up, dude? <laughs> what's up? Yeah, I hear you. You're a little low. Lurk. Well, I just like, whoa, shit. Oh, uh, there you are. I just like lurking because I get to hear the show 10 seconds faster. Uh, oh, see, I see. That makes you cooler. Hell yeah. How you doing? Weed cough. Oh, oh. I'm doing good, man. How are you? You got a week off. No, well, I wish. Oh. Didn't even get the day off. Oh, that's for the fake lame. holiday. Yeah. Did you tell him it was a Monday? Hey, the Fed was closed, though, so, you know. Oh, it was? It was nice, yeah. Wh uh, what for? Columbus Day or <sighs> Indigenous People's Day. Apparently, it's one of those take-your-pick holidays. Fuck the government. Fuck the government. That's you. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like that's your voice. I stand by it. Yeah, me too. That's why I made it the boostergram sound. <laughs> but why? Hey, wait, wait, I forgot I should be talking with my accent for this. 
Oh no, that's a different show. Let's oh, yeah. talk about your big butt. Tiny. I've got no butt. Oh. I don't think that's true. Got one of those weird man butts. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So what do you think yeah. about King Tut? Um, are we still talking about sexuality? Anything you want, honestly. I mean, I gotta say it's it's good to be king, right? So I'd say he probably dabbled in a little a little bit of everything that being a king allowed him to. I wouldn't see why not. I mean, it's ancient Egypt also, who's gonna say anything? What was the harem situation like in ancient Egypt? I imagine that pussy was popping. Right. I mean, did they keep on? Was there like a set limit on how many a king or an emperor? I don't. Had? I don't think so. Uh, I think they had a wife, and then they had a, the boom boom a, a, room. A yeah, the boom boom room, where they get some um zoom zoom in that boom boom. Yeah. You know, when people mention winning the lottery and shit like that, they never mention. Well, I'm gonna have a harem. Well, I think this. Uh, that's a good thing to strive for. Um, I'll mark it down. So, I mean, why else? Like, I'm, what they say is, I'm going to get into real estate, and you buy uh, yeah. a hotel. Real estate on that ass in the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's actually a good idea. Uh, buying a hotel, having the top floor be yours, and that's just where your harem's at. Right. Up in the, up in the tippy tip top. Hey baby, let me show me show. Uh, let me show you my satoshis. Oh yeah, yeah you can't girl. actually see them, but you know they're there. I got a physical Bitcoin wallet, baby. <laughs> you want to turn it on? On this USB stick. Yeah. Represents. Well, they got some with uh, little little screens, so you can keep it in your pocket and then show it off. Ooh. You just tell people. Don't get angry. But I've got more sets than you. And then they're like, what are sets? You got more what? You can do more sets. squats? What? Is, is that um, you? Is that your microphone? No, yeah, you got me gated. Oh, no, but I can. Yeah, but throw a gate on me. I got house stuff going on. So. Oh, house stuff grows. House stuff. Man, that's all right. At first, I thought it was mine. That's why I asked. Nah. Because this, this house is noisy. Evening around here, yeah. <laughs> no, you can't do anything in my house. You can't. Yeah, I'm surprised we don't have any callers. Who's who's not calling four three zero two zero one four eight four one. You get to talk to Pfeiffer, host That's of right. the two-hour No question hour. is off limits. And no yeah. limits are off question. That's right. Yes. Uh, Power for America, on the land and in space. That's what he provides. And the technology is available now. I hear someone calling. Maybe I hear the blues are calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Hey, caller. All right. You convinced me. You said I got <laughs> to talk to Pfeiffer. Hey, Pfeiffer. Hey. hey, Vox. How's it going? 
up? Just call me and tell me I'm, I'm not that up. lonely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still stuck in the land <laughs> down under the United States. So Arriba, underlay. Yeah. Yeah, you've been there quite a, a while uh, now, haven't Underwear. you? Underwear. Yeah, no, it's, um, well, because, all right, it, the, the uh, Esposo is out of the hotel room right this second, so he can't tell you exactly what the details are, but this job was supposed to be done in like eight days. It's now going on three weeks, and he's looking at another two weeks just to get the parts in for the first machine, and there are two machines. We're going to be here for a freaking while. Uh, apparently things just don't happen fast here or even on time or possibly at all. Why not? Oh, well, all right. So sir likes to start work at, you know, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., something like that. Uh, in, in Mexico, like, Ooh, no, no, senor, that is too early. And they get there, you know, they, they roll in when they feel like it sometime around nine, some maybe 10. And then they got to get for me. So for every fucking thing they want to do, like, may I pick up a wrench mother? May I for me? So for me, so, and they got to get some kind of signed fucking document for anything that they want to do anything. So basically, he just sits around jacking off all day, waiting for permiso, you know, waiting for other for his crew to show up because they won't show up. He's a so he's a field service engineer, and what he does in in this sort of environment is basically he points a lot and tells other people what to do, right? But there's nobody there to tell what to do. Like he's going to say, "Yeah, clean the parts," but there's nobody there to clean the parts. Um. Because, and, and he's not even, oh my gosh, for the first, like, two weeks, he was sitting outside waiting for them to let him onto the, the property of the site because. Jeez. They, mm. no, so it, it, it's, uh, it's Pemex or Pemex is, I believe, how they pronounce it. Pemex is a, um, it's a refinery. Right. And I guess this particular refinery in this particular place is responsible for like half of the gasoline that is sold in Mexico. So it's kind of important, but because of it's just it's a cultural thing. Like they are people are so pathetically servile. I'm sorry. I know I sound like an ugly American, but they really are pathetically fucking servile. They are just ass-kissing motherfuckers. And if they're, you know, if, if people's asses are not correctly kissed, they don't get permiso to do shit. And no, that's why an eight-day job yeah. is now three weeks. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, I've been thinking about a career change myself, and as somebody who happens to like jacking off, how much jacking off is involved in this job? Oh, well, sir is back now. You can ask him. How much do you jack off? Oh, about uh, seven hours a day. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, double time on Sunday. The whole time, yeah. All right. Double time on Sunday. Oh. Okay. Hey, it's cool. Sometimes I can switch hands and... and well, actually, most of the Game time, I let leave. <laughs> Don't say my name. <laughs> enjoying himself. Oh, Don't say my name. When no one is around you, say, baby, I love you. He knows better. 
anyway, yeah. And so and now my, my big secret is out. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. It was way in the background. Uh, so uh, what are you guys doing on this fine evening besides um, having a, a podcast? Well, I want to know what the Spanish translation for... The flying sausage. Is. Right? Be- Moin sausage. The flying sausage. The flying sausage. The flying sausage. He's well, British. damn! I can find that for you. I can find that for you real quick because <coughs> I've got a translator on my phone. Oh, nice! You, you don't need your cock yeah. in your hand right now. You're going to blow your load anyway. I'm going to look it up. Okay, so the flying. Oh, let me play sausage. this for Pfeiffer real, real quick. 17, 18, 19, 20. Beat your meat. You still got plenty. Beat your meat. Your meat. Beat. Beat your meat. Your meat. La salchicha voladora. Okay. One more story, though. One more story to tell. When I was in the Army, we had a cadence. It said, so beat your meat. If first platoon won't give you none... Knock him in head and take you some. First platoon was all women. <laughs> we got in trouble. Oh. Yeah, yeah, apparently that didn't go over very well with the inclusion people. Mm. Oh. I think it'd go over even worse let now. Yeah. Talking earlier about uh, indigenous, uh, what is it, indigenous people's day or whatever the fuck they want to call Columbus Day now. Sure. All right. So, so Sir is, um, he's Choctaw enough that he gets to carry a card and get all the benefits for being, I mean, he's got, he's like white Choctaw mix, but enough Choctaw that, that the card works and he, and he can get the, you know, the, the benefits. He's passing Right. And so they're asking him for, they, they ask him. They ask him for a, for a, they're like, we are going to celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day. Is that what they call it? Indigenous something day. Indigenous. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, and, and uh, we would like your input. What do you think of that? And he's like, well, you know, best thing about being Native is that I don't get sunburned. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I could bring a piece of cheap date. I mean, two beers and he's mine. So. Oh, fire water. Good. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> But they they are they're kind of like hounding on him to to get in on this whole uh, diversity inclusion thing. He wrote he did and he wrote him back today. So did tell him what you said. Yeah, I told him that. Yeah, diversity. Everybody's different. That kind of covers in the diversity. And he went, <laughs> you know, military family. So you know, if you didn't accept anybody, then you just didn't have any friends. So you got to include everyone. So there you go. Diversity and inclusion. That's simple. That's a little too simple. You see, they want to overcomplicate it. Yeah, they want, they do. They want to overthink every goddamn thing. And it kind of sucks. Can you say that again, but exclude white people? (sighs) It all excludes white people. Thank God. That's the whole point. Well, you know, my dad's always been nice to those people. <laughs> I swear, the day that I met his mother, he, she said that. She was like, well, we're borderline socialists here. And then, like, later, she was like, I don't know why the, the you know, she was talking about the black folks in, in a community. I don't know why they're like that. Oh, he's always been nice to those people. I, I swear to God, she said it. 
like just out loud in front of me to my face. I, I couldn't make that shit up. It was crazy. And this is the wokest, well, 83-year-old lady you'll ever meet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, yeah, guess guess what? What? Chicken butt? Yeah, sure. Guess what, chicken butt? Hey, the the people who have the largest penises are uh, Islanders and Native Americans. Um, How long does it take to be a Native? How long does it take to be a Native? Yeah. How many inches? I mean, my, my, my family's been here 400 years, or 300, no, 400 years. Is that long enough? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I have no idea. I, I'm just I hoping, like, like it, it'll magically get bigger after a certain time frame. It's like, oh, shit, you cross the native threshold, and then magic happens. Third leg. Yeah. I'm telling Vox about my uncle, who used to be a crop duster in South Texas, and he came <laughs> in one day, and he's got, like, twigs all in his hair, and he's all fucked up. And uh, my my auntie said, uh, "Where's your airplane?" And he said, "Oh, it's stuck in a tree." <laughs> <laughs> well, I can neither confirm nor deny the uh, the uh, penis length conjecture. <laughs> well, just don't let him fly small aircraft. Yeah, no, no flying with small aircraft. Indeed, yeah. If that runs in the family, we don't need it. He's trying to fly with a sail. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> That's the weirdest uh, looking rudder I've ever seen. I I made my own airplane one time when I lived in Texas. I made my own airplane, and I took it off. It scared the shit out of me so bad that I never flew it ever again. Do you do that what like how you- middle school kids make the bat wings with their nutsack? Yeah, like my mother would always get pissed off at me and my brother because we lived in a two-story house and we'd jump off the roof with the umbrellas and it always kind of like, you know. That wily coyote shit. It never works out like it did on Looney Tunes. Right, no, it's not Mary Poppins. No. It's not Mary Poppins. No, no, no. Dang it. I broke both of my legs and my arms. Everything else. Oh, you didn't have the spoonful of sugar first. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. That's it. <laughs> the Colombian. I got to tell you one more story. So, <laughs> the Colombian. No, 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 no. Just the last one, and you'll just shut the fuck up. Ha! Liar. <laughs> well, so I had some colleagues. I was working in Abu Dhabi, and these guys are from Korea. And we had to go inspect a machine in Ulsan, Korea. And they said, hey, come to karaoke with us. I'm like, nah, I don't want to go to karaoke. I just want to go to bed. Finally, after about like three days, they said, no, come to karaoke. I finally said, okay, I'll go to karaoke with you. And so we went to this little karaoke bar. And a little stage with speakers and a screen and shit. And I'm looking at my colleague, my Korean colleague. I'm going, hey, this isn't so bad. I get to have free beer and smokes and, you know, all this shit. And then I turned and I looked and the only thing the Korean ladies had on was high heel shoes. Nothing else. 
And I looked at my colleague and said, what kind of fucking karaoke is this? And he looked at me, he goes, this is a nasty karaoke. <laughs> uh, and that counts for the, impre- the, uh, the accent thing, too. Oh, uh, it does count for the accent. Yeah. Yep. We did call in earlier and give you some, like, accent story. He's got a bunch of them because he's been all over the world, you know? But, um, yeah, yeah, if you want to play that later, there's a voicemail for you. Oh, sweet. Oh, I see it right there. Yes. Thank you. I don't know yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. The meetup in Tennessee? I don't know yet. Um, It's something that... Is that T-Junta? I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Chunta. Junta, whatever. Um, yeah, he, he said that there was going to be like a big meetup in Tennessee in the last week of July, and yeah. that there was a lot of VPs from a lot of the uh, V for V podcasting community, and I totally want to make that. Yeah, me but too. Got, I, I might be able to actually. It's it's just it's got to be something that we can um, plan ahead of time because of job scheduling stuff. So, For yeah, sure. um, as soon as those dates are nailed down, we're there, man. Yeah, I've got it on my calendar. Shoot, yeah, Pick. I might actually be able to make it this time. Hooray! That's so cool. I would love to put a face to the to the voice. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I got a face for radio. That's right. Yeah, the faces to the voices would be fantastic. Oh, speaking of faces, somebody on... On No Agenda Social, I think yesterday said that my um, my little—I uh, don't know what you call it—icon or whatever. It's a, a little teeny picture of me. Said that I looked like a, a man with a wig. Do I look like a man with a wig? Nobody's ever accused me of this before, ever in my entire life. That is uh, not anything I've ever thought about your face. No. <laughs> no. No. All right, so I, I'm sure it was just some some trolling, baiting crap, but, oh, but yeah. I had to ask. I had to ask. Yeah, like Carolyn has a deep voice. Right. <laughs> some people Carolyn act like the never seen bangs before, you know? Yeah. Oh, that must be it. Yeah, oh, I said I look like a man with a wig. I'm like, that's my hair, too, dude. Uh, I promise, I grew it all myself. Maybe this person's never seen a real woman before. Perhaps, you know, I thought there, you make a good point there, Fletcher. I hadn't really thought of that, but you're probably right. So that that could have confused. Yeah, my hair is longer than yours. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, his hair is long, so it might be longer than mine. My oh, oh, that's right. I had a haircut just a little while ago. It's it's up above my bra strap. Yours is down below my bra strap. So yeah, that's a good unit of measurement. Right. It is. That's my unit of measurement for my hair. If it goes down below my bra strap, it's that's too long. It needs to get whacked off a little bit. So <laughs> not that kind of whacked off. Don't 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 go there. Man, <laughs> no wonder he's with you every time you uh, need a haircut. <laughs> uh, yeah, it grows thick and fast too. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I got that. One. Hey. Uh, a little, little, little innuendo there. <laughs> yeah. Give her one of the uh, the heyos. Oh yeah, I need one of them. There we go. Uh, of course. On that note, I All think right. we should end it. Uh, 
I was just going to say, you probably have like callers lined up wanting to yeah. wanting to get in on you this. May have I felt bad for having to uh, reject callers. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want you rejecting callers over me. So, so yeah, let the next let the next guy in or or, or girl. Well, I enjoy talking to you. Also, uh, thanks for calling yeah. and and sharing the stories oh. with us. It's always a, a blast. Survive always. Mexico, please, please. Por favor. All right. Muchos besos. Adios. 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 Hasta luego. Gracias. ¿Dónde están los tacos? No, for real. So if and you were trying to call before, the line's open again. It definitely is. It definitely is. They're fun people. It would be great to go to that meetup that Chunta is setting up. Yeah, that's cool. Um... There was something else about ancient Egypt that uh, obviously now I can't think about because I got distracted. <laughs> every time I hear him talk to... Is that to, what we're calling I, it now? <laughs> every time I hear him to, I, the clip of the guy going, I beat my meat into a cup, <laughs> plays in my head. I don't know why. It just seems like he'd have one of those stories, which is possible. I wonder if he can get us cheap cigarettes. Yeah, I mean... That'd be cool. Well, for me, Louisiana's just right there. Oh, yeah. Cheap cigarettes abound in that state. But that's cool. Uh, <laughs> thinking about them hitting him up for, you know, social diversity, Columbus Day, Indigenous oh, yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff, Indigenous People's Day. My sense of humor, if it were me and I was passable as an Indigenous type person, I would just fake it. Be like, oh, yeah, I can come and do a prayer. Or a spirit dance or something for you. Yeah. And just get up there with like, you know, a Stevie Nicks tambourine. And by that, I mean a tambourine with, you know, streamers and ribbons on it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Feathers. Like teeth. Random teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do all that. Should I do that? No. I mean, it doesn't matter. I do have uh, American Indian in me as well, but not enough to count. So I'm wondering, if you culturally appropriate the gypsies, how would anybody know? You mean the Romani? Yeah, whatever. You bigot. I think we promised racism, didn't we? Uh, Serpent first assumed racism, but, oh. you know, we can give it to him. Well, I'll let that one slip. So, <laughs> whoops. You know what they say about assuming racism? You're probably right. <laughs> Is it racism or racism? Or racialism? I mean, I don't uh, care. I'm a mutt. I just pass as white. But I got anything you could put in there is in there. I even have some French, huh? Oh, yeah. no. Yes, and I've got... Uh, well, of course, I've got the German. This explains my ski slope nose. Uh, that goes back to French. Apparently, I'm in the Alps. Did you ever get, like, DNA stuff done? No, I'm not giving no, my okay, DNA okay. to the Mormons. What do they need it for? Make more Peterson clones? <laughs> I'm kind of the same way in that like family was poor enough, we don't even we don't even, we've kind of lost any previous cultural identity at all. Like we don't even know what we are. Yeah. I I have a well he's dead now, but my dad's oldest brother did yeah. a genealogy thing with uh, census records. And that was informative enough. So I mean the the red hair being kind of prominent kind of gives us an idea, you know. But <laughs> Yeah, this is mostly English and uh Irish or Scottish, you know, uh, British Isles, definitely. But I know for sure from my mom's side, there's uh, 
French in there and German. Course. German? Yeah, with lederhosen. Mm, that explains my love for the sausage. And your temper? Nine! <laughs> oh, who would be calling me? Oh, and why is my know. phone not on? You guys Google it. My ringtone. <laughs> um, yeah, how's the yeah. progress on getting on the show? Those guys, I haven't reached out to them. I mentioned it to Carolyn, but uh, that's how we roll. We mention things to each other and then... <laughs> As long as it gets mentioned. Just put it out there and start um, yeah, manifesting. Yeah, that's part of it. But uh, See, then I eventually I have it, to. So that, that goes further to make it a reality. Well, if I talk about it more and I put it out there, the likelihood of uh, succeeding when I eventually take action is better. I feel sometimes. There was, man, I still can't think of that ancient Egyptian <laughs> thing. All right, it so was something was cool pharaoh. also. No, they, uh, oh, is it, um, <clears throat> oh, what's that third pyramid? Mencore. Uh, Mencore's pyramid, the third one with the big gash uh, in the front of it. <laughs> yeah. They should have put that on the dollar bill. No doubt a fucking pyramid with a gash. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck ancient Egypt for real. <laughs> a proper fucked. Um, they're doing, thanks. They're doing scan. Uh, the scan pyramid project is in Minkori's um, pyramid at the moment. So they're scanning for muons amongst the gash. That dog like is really. The Chinese all about girl it. that joined the army? M Mulans? <laughs> She really did look like a man, apparently. <laughs> you know, and Disney tried to doll her up and all that stuff, but obviously if she was going to pass for a dude just by cutting her hair, she was ugly already from the get-go. What if that started the, like, this cultural hysteria shit about, you know, gender transitioning? And stuff? Mulan? You, you blame uh -huh. Mulan? I'm going to put it on Mulan. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm writing that down. Well, I mean, Eddie Murphy was the dragon. For woke gender is what I'm writing. Mulan, huh? Well, I mean, uh, Disney does affect a lot of uh, people when they watch their movies as kids and then they grow up. We all have nostalgia for certain Disney movies that we watched when we were young. And how much do those affect our way of thinking, our, our viewpoint on a lot of things, huh? Like, Sure. I mean... I, for one, am, am cool with dwarves. I let them clean my house. I, think, yeah, I was about to say, I think they like being called little people. Nah. Disney said dwarves. It's not That's Snow true. White and the Seven Little People. Nobody's bitched about changing the name of that movie. Yeah. And we don't talk about Song of the South. Let's talk about Song of the South. All right. Br'er Rabbit. Br'er Rabbit. You know, I on. grew up with that fucking book. Uh, book on tape, actually. Br'er Rabbit. Yes, indeed. And boy, you know, the rest of it didn't age. Uh, I, mean, I mean, what's the demographic of your show? Would they be uh, familiar with Song of the South? Probably. And I mean, if not, then all you got to do is like. <laughs> you guys Google it. Just say the word tar baby was acceptable back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I never knew what that meant either as a kid uh, no. with Br'er Rabbit and the tar baby. 
No, I thought it was like a, literally like a golem of tar or something. Yeah, like that. that's what I thought because I had also seen Fern Gully. Right. And the pollution oil ooze coming out of there. Ooh. Man, surprised you're not blockading traffic on a freeway right now, watching that Fern Gully shit. No, instead I opted for the antenna coming out of my temple like the bat. Oh, yeah. You know, we'd randomly like pick up radio stations and whatnot. That was cool of Robin Williams to do the voice of that. Yeah. Because they were a small production studio. Nobody knew who they were. <laughs> Still can't name them. Me either. Who did? Yeah. I did think they, they just did, did like Fern Gully. Maybe they did Land Before Time. Maybe that was the same people. Yeah. I mean, Land Before Time affected me greatly. I'm still in search for the tree star. Tree star. And the Great Valley. Right. Who's your, who's your favorite dinosaur on uh, Land Before Time? Ducky. Ducky, huh? Yep. Uh, yeah, Ducky's pretty cool. The pterodactyl was pretty cool, too. Petrie. Petrie, yeah. I smell. I smell. Ducky. I need to clip that hey. and just send it to Ducky in Sewer Chat. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I kind of get. I see what you're getting at with Mulan, because oh. Disney movies <laughs> greatly affect our psyche. And, like, they're... There are adults who say they're Disney fans. They dress up as oh, princesses oh, sure, for Halloween, yeah. you know? Mulan, the ugliest Disney princess, by the way. There are people who, like, don't have kids. Like, adults, 40-year-olds, don't have kids that, like, go to Disney every year. Also, I mean, if they, they wear wanna... the fucking hats, you know? Uh, yeah. Yes. Special shirts made up to go with their besties. Uh, All the other cat ladies, basically. Oh, my God. Yes. You're right. Beautiful hugs and hot ass. Not a single one in the it's park true. on that day. No, uh, if they want to be in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, I'm, for people like that, really they should be bitching for inclusivity because if I recall, technically Ursula from The Little Mermaid is a princess. Well, yeah, I guess that'd be right. She was heir to that throne. Wasn't that her brother or some shit? That was uh, whatever his name was, King Neptune, but, yeah, or Poseidon, so. whoever he was supposed to be. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying, get on the ball with the diversity. And Ursula is a princess, so we need to see some fat chicks with tentacles. Yes. Pronto. Yes. Halloween's right around the corner. We need to get these things off of no agenda social and onto the big screen. Not only that, they are uh, they'd have that strapless dress they love those things for the renaissance fairs i don't i think uh, we really yeah, need to push this to bustier, disney we have no. children that need to be indoctrinated and we know best yeah squid fat women <laughs> these kids will be so damaged for the rest of their lives they'll be the perfect slaves i uh i just you know if I'm if I'm created in God's image, God has a hell of an imagination because my mind's eye in seeing the potential of the the Halloween Ursula chicks just made me chuckle a little too hard. <laughs> See them all squeezed in a vinyl suit with like fake tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's cleanse the palate with that voicemail Vox was talking about. All right. About. Sure. Yeah. Well, I certainly don't have as good an accent as your robot voice there. But I got this one. It's the one I grew up with. 
and it's the <laughs> only one that I really have, you know, any kind of proficiency at, although I'm oh, sure yeah. I ain't supposed to say proficiency with that, this accent. Okay, well, On the other hand, fag. if I'm reading Harry Potter, I can uh, somewhat adopt an accent for Harry Potter. Uh-huh. However, Sir Keeper has this story that he will tell you with an accent, if I can convince him to do it without taking too many pauses, about do a do Chinese it. driver slash interpreter of his when oh, he was in China. Oh yeah. So when I was in China, this guy—he's like the—he's uh, like a caricature, uh, cartoon drawing of a Chinese guy. And he asked me. He said, uh, "Oh, hey, Mister, I need to go United States really bad." He's got his real thick glasses. His teeth are poking out. And I'm like, "Why you want to go to United States bad?" Oh, oh, I want to find a American woman. Why you want to find an American woman? Stay away from Whoa! me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. American woman have a big butt. Look at all you sick little shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> tell, tell about the rest of it, though. With the, what about these ladies? That are oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm like, look at these Chinese ladies. Look at that long black. Oh, these are some beautiful ladies. He goes, He's a no gouda. Why is it no gouda? Because he looked like a little boy. <laughs> In the smoker, y'all. In the smoker. <laughs> Thank you. They're no gouda. No, well, they wanted feta. That's why they were no gouda. Nestor Keeper. That guy, you know, if he did not want to, you know, if he was looking down on Asian American women like that, then I'd say that Asian American man was racist. Ah, crypto. Well, I'm trying to say about the government. Hey. Hey. We got another boostergram. Thank you very much. We'll read the boostergrams toward the end of the show. Well, at least I will. And uh, we appreciate that. I see you there, booster. Hey. Muchas gracias. I'll give you uh, one of these. Beautiful hugs and hot ass. <laughs> Yeah. That's the first button I hit, and I'm not undoing it. I'm not going to edit that out in post. Uh, what? Oh, Vox's accent, though. She sounds like she belongs on a certain folk hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds like she could do it. She could probably do it. I've heard people do it that weren't that great at it. Um, well, she you knows she she said she, uh, she used to sing in bars and stuff like that. She was probably just one step away from Nashville, probably or uh, a short drive maybe, in a fast car, right? Just <laughs> toss the accent back <laughs> on, and you're on Broadway. <laughs> <coughs> Why haven't we had? That's any the name more? of the big street in in Nashville, right? Can't remember. I can't remember either. Why haven't they had any more uh, Broadway plays about the South? <laughs> We don't talk about the South. <laughs> Just forget it's there. On Broadway, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, speaking no of statues, accents. statues, none of that, you know, just whitewash the whole thing. I read an article by a uh, linguist that um, the, the um, Southern American accent is closest to the old British accent before the 1700s type of British accent. Huh. Yeah. I kind of have a clip that goes along with it, actually. 
But I remember. Um, Everyone I know has a big butt. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, it turns out that accents are pretty complicated things. Yeah, apparently. Oh, here it is. Uh, that's 35 seconds. According to the Cambridge History of the English Language, received pronunciation emerged in Southern England during the Industrial Revolution. People were born... Oh, okay, uh, received pronunciation is uh, the official term for the British accent. Oh, okay. In Southern England during the Industrial Revolution. People who were born into lower classes and then became wealthy developed the way of speaking so that they could set themselves apart from the social class they'd surpassed. The book states, <laughs> London pronunciation became the prerogative of a new breed of specialists, orthoapists, and teachers of elocution. The orthoapists decided upon correct pronunciations, compiled pronouncing dictionaries, and in private expensive tutoring sessions, drilled enterprising citizens in fashionable articulation. So, if you ever see a movie or play that takes place in Britain before the 18th century, those characters should be speaking in American accents. Mind blown. Woo. Well, blown mind. Yeah. Speaking what light through yonder window break? So basically the English accent is based on some like Sneetch's ass bullshit. Don't get angry. Just yes. trying to separate themselves from lower classes. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then people mimicking them to sound as if they were in that, that class. Oh, you sound right posh. Right, I Something do. Like I do indeed. Right, I do. I do indeed. Your wife a goer, eh? She go. You know what I mean? Say no more. Say no more. Know what I mean? Say no more. Say no more. Right. Yes. Uh, when I read Harry Potter, I do read it like this as well. Harry Potter, go back under the stairs. Uh, see, I, re I read everything in people at Walmart, so it's always like Harry Potter. <laughs> Get your ass back <laughs> under the stairs. You get back over in aisle three, right you motherfucker. Here in the of aisle three. <laughs> you can get back over there. Or uh, <laughs> reading the Lord of the Rings like this. You gotta be all deep. We haven't had nothing but maggoty bread for three stinking days. Who is this calling? Uh, hello, caller. Hello. What is the Oi. state of your chimney, caller? Oh. Up my chimney ain't nothing, I'll tell you what. It's just completely blank there. Oh, you saying you have a clean chimney cooler? Oh, absolutely clean. I blow my nose every day. I might be to hear that cooler. I'm very glad. I was going to hang up on you if you had a, a dirty chimney. I, I, uh, all right then. I respect that. And uh, how are you on this, uh, this Monday? Oh, I am quite wonderful. I just cut myself up some Brussels sprouts and made them and called in about crazy accents because this South African guy gave me one and I keep changing my accent now. All right, well, I would change my accent too just because you did yours. So tell me about these sprouts from Brussels. Oh, they, they, are, they, are, they are sprouts. They grow in Brussels. You cook them mm. in onion and butter, and they taste really good. Uh, oh. Uh, will you have any schnitzel with your sprouts? No schnitzel. No schnitzel. No schnitzel uh, no, no uh, for me. Any I don't like schnitzel. What about the cheese sauce? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Cheese, cheese expensive. No cheese. Cheese uh. expensive. No cheese. Uh, where are your papers? No, 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 no papers. I use digital. 
Oh, ja. Ja, okay. You know, Hitler made the Autobahn. Oh, he, he tried, but it took construction workers. He could not do it himself. What are you saying to me? I'm saying everything and nothing. The wind chimes blow, but only with the help from the wind. Well, I have been properly activated. The sleeper agent engaged. Nine. Tires go on the ground. The oh. wheels do not. I, I have to uh, book a flight over to uh, Ukraine as soon as possible. Ukraine does not exist. Oh, it exists in my mind. I... In my mind, all uh, things are possible. All things are possible. If only you think about them. If only they would put me in a fucking coma and let my mind reach its true potential. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Imagine what those potential. people go through in comas. Like, what if people solve uh, all sorts of problems, but then they can't remember them just like a dream? Exactly. Like, you're working all this stuff, and you get this great idea, and then as soon as you wake up, it's all Yeah, you have gone. an out-of-body experience while you're deep in there. You could solve all the world's problems, but you couldn't tell anybody about it. Yeah, you see everything as a whole. You're like, oh, none of this matters. And you wipe it all away. You're like, this is how you do it all. It's the life. Life is a chalkboard. And as soon as that, that, that figurative light bulb comes on, you know, like ding for your idea and everything. You snap out of it. You wake up and you don't remember a fucking thing. You're just, who are you to the fucking ugly ass nurse? Well, that happens because all the, the fine ass nurses are on OnlyFans now. It's <laughs> just <laughs> the only work they can get that pays. Yeah. <laughs> they should put the people in the comas on OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, didn't they do that in Kill Bill? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you can keep Terry Shivo alive as long as we're paying four ninety nine a month. As long as I get to use that throat hole. Only if you have enough people doing four ninety nine a month. It's true. Uh, only if we reach our goal. Hit subscribe now. Be sure and hit that bell icon. <laughs> Keeps Terry <laughs> Shivo alive. <laughs> love and light. Thoughts and prayers. Well, I don't know about love and life, but experiencing it. Well, it's the uh, the nineteen seventies rock and roll version of love, where they replace the word "fuck" with "love." Okay, that well, that's manageable. Okay. Yeah, fucking light doesn't really have the same ring to it. It doesn't. No. But love does. Let love ring your bell tonight. <laughs> Go away, baiting. <laughs> I beat my meat into a cup. It turns out that accents are pretty complicated things. Let love ring your bell like a donkey punch. Just boom. Ooh, I haven't heard that donkey punch in a while. Pussifer has a song called... Donkey punch the night away. Well, I mean, I don't think she'd like that too much, but I mean, if you got enough willing participants, if she's in a coma, well, then what's the point? You got to have the reaction for the donkey punch. You know, yeah, you got a point. Well, I mean, electrodes exist. Oh, uh, there we go. Hook it up to a car battery. Yeah, yeah, like pouring salt on a raw squid. I've never done that. I've only poured salt on wounds and slugs. Yeah, I feel bad for the slugs. I haven't done that since I was a little, little kid. And, like, I realized what a conscience was. 
Well, uh, then you don't see slugs too often anymore. Yeah, I do. I see them all the time. I don't see them very often. I see them a lot. I'd like hang oh. out with them. Yeah. I've seen like last one time I saw one, I left a bottle of wine on the porch. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but they had a good time. Till they died. <laughs> I assume so. But yeah, the conscience kicked in. I'm like, hey, yeah, go for it, dude. I ain't going to bother you. Just imagine. I mean, salt in your nose really hurts. Just imagine yeah, if I, the, I snorted lemon salt one time, and that was ooh. something atrocious. Just imagine if your all of your skin was a mucous membrane, <laughs> and then some oh, giant comes hell. and dumps a mountain of salt on you. <laughs> oh, I'd rather not imagine it. No, instant. But desiccation. that is what they go through. <laughs> the scream <laughs> of the slugs. <laughs> <laughs> Can they hook electrodes up to slugs like they do mushrooms and then make them make noise? Yeah, you could do that with anything, but definitely. I mean, they did it to plants. I'm surprised we're not true, doing it right because mushrooms aren't plants. They're living beings. No, no, well, they're true, but... plants are too. Yeah, but they're different than plants. But uh, that's what right. I mean. Like, mushrooms seem more intelligent than plants. You plants will... are just, like, reactive. Yes. But they do speak to one another. They speak to trees. Mushrooms speak to all the other plants. Well, no, trees speak to trees through and the other mushrooms. Plants. Well, yeah. maybe. No, I they do. They do. That. They had this uh, study. Uh, I talked about it on the show. It was a while ago, but uh, they had a study where they were able to measure that, and they were able to measure nutrients being passed through the mycelium of the the fungus from one t- tree to another. Because trees, like any any intelligent or semi-intelligent life form, like shows favoritism to their own. So a, a yeah. tree that is next to another tree, like the small tree came from the acorn of that tree, like it knows its its offspring. So if the little tree needs nutrients, it will pass those nutrients along through the mycelium. And the mycelium keeps a little for itself so it can survive, but then passes everything else along. They pass along information in the same way, uh, through nutrients, it's just like modulating a radio signal. It's um, nuts. It's nuts. Love that. So, and see, I've got three peach trees in the front yard, and there's a blackberry tree that keeps, not blackberry, but a mulberry tree that keeps trying to come up, and they keep choking it out. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are, they formed a gang against this. Oh, for sure. Dude. Just imagine if, uh, if the, if the fungus like clues all the plants in on stuff, it's like you know we can fucking take over this place. Have you ever I, seen well, these assholes with their allergies? And what the, about allergies? Uh, no, the the mushrooms are telling all the trees and plants and everything about us. Like, have you ever seen them with their allergies? And then the oh, plants are yeah. like, "What are allergies?" And then the mushrooms like tell them. And then they're like, "Oh, yeah, and we could like." Then the freaking Bartlett pears or whatever they are put out all this pollen and everyone chokes to death. Oh yeah. Or down here is the pine pollen. Uh, coats yeah. everything uh, uh, in a thick yellow dust. <laughs> yeah. um, luckily I don't get that around here much. It's all just cotton woods plugging everything up. Oh yeah. And then, um, whenever the boxwoods start to bloom, that fucks everybody's day up too. Oh, yeah. I'm not familiar with boxwood and I cut wood. It's a shrub. I don't know why they call oh. it the boxwood. It's small. It's That's not really why. a tree. Yeah. I wouldn't make a box out of it. <laughs> then why is it called a boxwood? Maybe people got laid close to it. <laughs> I mean, it smells good. 
well, that's all it takes. You, yeah, put some of that in the box. It smells good, and her panties are dropping. Her box is opening. <laughs> Ready to receive a package. Well, or multiple. <laughs> Cracker Jack. That's not the one I thought it was, but that's Would what you, you get. call me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would you call me Peckerwood? Uh, <laughs> tapping the Admiral. Tapping the Admiral. No, well, I can't find the appropriate clips. But, uh, yeah, I've also run out of accents. I can't do an Australian one. No, Unless Australian it's just single words impossible. like, crikey. He got, got stabbed by Stingray. I've seen them on TV, but I've never really experienced them in real life. Now, South Africans, on the other hand, they come through a lot whenever it's time to cut wheat. Hmm. And they got some weird sayings and some weird talkings. And they put their dip in the upper lip, not the bottom. That's just wrong. Well, that's because they're on the underside of the earth, so it gravity, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, I mean, they can't help it. They don't know any better. Their toilet's flush in the wrong direction. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Simpsons did that. Yeah. But, he, yeah, he, this one guy, he he told me he's going to beat my bloody head in because I was trying to open up his trailer and it wouldn't open. And then when he said that, I laughed and the thing came back and cut my ear in half. Oh. But, well, he was horizontally, not long way, so it didn't fall off or nothing. Oh, that's good. But I can stick my finger through. Yikes. Yeah, cool. it didn't really hurt. It just kind of made me see some stars. Boss tried me made me go to the hospital, but I says, I'm on 95 hours right now. I'm going to hit 120 if I don't. Yeah. So I just oh, put shit. some duct tape on it. Oh, there you go. Which stars did you see? Like George Clooney, Brad Pitt? Oh, no, no. Jennifer none of those famous ones. Just oh. the blanking ones that talk to you. Oh, some of the smaller guys. Yeah. Yeah, not the not the ones that are uppity that won't talk to you. Oh, yeah, all the ones you, you know their face, but you can't think of their name. Yeah. You know, like that guy, he was in that movie once. <laughs> Just that one time. Just that one time. Didn't he used to be on MTV? John Lovitz, <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> that's his fucking name. We'll call her. Thanks for this calling. This is the Trash Squatch, by the way. And I, oh, I love stop, you motherfucker. Guys. Yeah, how's it going? Hey! Yeah. His mouth lovingly pressed against the bung. <laughs> the bung is in a barrel. Or it in is. your butt. Or both. Or in a box. Yeah, anything with a hole in it is a bung. Hey, technically. Even if they're sleeping. Even if they're sleeping in a coma. That's very true. Thanks for calling, man. It's cool talking yeah. to you. Oh, I enjoyed it. Me too. Ooh. And uh, you better keep your chimney clean or uh, or else Mary Poppins is going to come with the teeth and give you a BJ, but with the teeth. Well, that seems like a good reason not to clean my chimney. Oh, no. You know what a cheese grater would do? Oh, cheese grater do all sorts of stuff if you let it. <laughs> exactly. I hung up on him. I did it. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to pee and get the pee out of me. That's not the one I wanted. Trash Squatch, thank you. I did it. That was the one. Very much Trash Squatch. What a cool dude. I wonder if he has a Bigfoot accent. Yeah, you didn't hear it? No, no. I missed that one. They were just flying by there at the beginning. Whoa. 
They, yeah, he had uh, quite a few going on in there. Yeah. It was uh, fairly convincing. Oh, I've got something that's got nothing to do with excellence. No? Nope. Nope, just something that came across the YouTube algos that I thought was interesting. And uh, it it really made me, you know, get this idea of fuck the government in my head. <laughs> uh, have you heard of the Sterling engine? Uh, spelled S-T-I-R-L-N or L-I-N-G. Sterling. No. It is. Can't a, say I have. It is what some refer to as an external combustion engine. Fire. Fire. Good. Uh, where the pistons, there's no, there's no combustion in the in the chambers for the pistons. Mm-hmm. It's all on the outside, and it works through um, like temper temperature differential. So you put a flame underneath one of the pistons, the hot air expands and uh, drives a piston. Hmm. And then as it cools off, it drives another piston. Uh, they're, they're really cool. For some reason, they get called impractical. But NASA themselves made a Stirling engine you could put into a, a vehicle. And it would run... Since it's not internal combustion, all you needed is an external heat source. It'd run on anything you put in it. They put jet fuel in it. Oh, yeah. They put gasoline. They put diesel in it. You can use solid material in there. They also use this atrocious music bed, which I should use now. Listen to that greatness. No, it's... uh. It was kind of cool. Now, where's the cool clip? This is future music. Future of the engine time is future music. Oh, it's future time. This is like a Knight Rider when a dude is just about to go into uh, the warehouse. Yeah, he's about to open the door. And Kit's like, Michael, I have to warn you. Goes a little red light. Um, this one this is a longer clip. I'll just stop it, but it's just talking about, there are different ways you can configure these engines also mm-hmm. where it doesn't have to be in like a V formation. You would think of a V eight or anything. Right. Um, you can have the two pistons cause there is a, a displacement piston for the one side with the hot air. And then there's the, whatever you would call it, the work piston that's being, that's actually doing the work. But you can put those pistons on the same shaft and have them work with each other in resonance, which is really cool. So you can just have this straight up and down engine. Um, And because the heat source might be irregular, you could not use the engine itself to drive something you know, for locomotion's sake, but mm-hmm. you could use it to power an electric generator and charge right. a battery or that kind of stuff in order to have constant power later. Like they're ingenious. They were invented in 1814 or 1816, something like that. Nutnet says he has one. Oh, really <laughs> fool. Yeah. Is it like a little, Oh yeah. One of the hobby ones. Yeah. Uh, 
they do actually work well. If they didn't, NASA wouldn't still be using them. Let me play this video. This is talking about a, uh, a free piston is what they call it, where the two pistons are on the same shaft working in resonance. Um, this is one that NASA is working on to replace the current um, uh, thermal engines, where it still works on a like displacement, where you have a hot side and a cold side, mm-hmm. but it's, <clears throat> it's nuclear-powered. And it's more, Ooh. Uh, yeah, I talked about those too. Like the Russians still have them and they're just all lying out and about in the former Soviet Union. Pretty great. Um, it works on a different principle also, but it's not a piston-driven engine like this thing is. I'll just play it. The space adaptation of Stirling cycle power conversion is based on the free piston configuration in which a displacer and power piston oscillate in a pressurized cylinder containing helium. Thermal energy is introduced to the cycle at the heater head. Waste heat is removed from the cooler, and a regenerator is used to store and transfer thermal energy during each cycle to improve efficiency. The power piston is coupled to a permanent magnet linear alternator to convert linear motion to electric power. The engine and linear alternator are integrated into a single assembly and housed in a hermetically sealed pressure vessel. The operating frequency is generally fixed and an external electrical controller regulates the piston stroke and converts the AC power output to DC as required by the load. Free piston Stirling converters maintain the proper phasing between displacer and piston via natural resonance, avoiding the need for linkages and hence reducing the number of moving parts. Modern converters have achieved up to 55% of Carnot efficiency, making them a potential candidate for replacing the thermoelectric converter as the primary power source for space exploration. The space adaptation oh, of Stirling cycle power on repeat. So, um, so instead of using it to drive something with mechanical motion, say drive some, uh, drive an output shaft or whatever, yeah. um, it's instead working with uh, an alternator with the magnets on either side to uh, convert that up and down motion into electrical output to power uh, a spacecraft of whatever, whatever kind. Right. But you can also use them, especially in space, you can use them with, uh, uh, as a, like a solar converter, use the sun as the heat mm-hmm. source. Right. They yeah, also, that's actually what I was thinking of. Cause, um, I know there's a product, I think they're called solar tubes. They're basically just a vacuum, uh, vacuum tubes with a, like a copper filament down the end of it. You throw them on your roof and you can get hot water for free. Yeah. After that. But you could, if you, it works on the same kind of temperature differential thing, but if you could hook that kind of thing up to the engine, you could basically, I mean, it says it, the guy said it outputted AC. So, right. that, I mean, you, you wouldn't even have to do the, put a converter in the house if you wanted to use it to power the house. Yeah. Um, you just have to get the maths right to get it to 120 volts. Oh, there's a caller. Uh-oh. Hello, caller. Hello. You're oh, Jeff Goldblum. Shit, I should have done an accent, shouldn't I? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, that sounds like a Detroit accent. I can do. I can do Sean Connery. I know an earlier caller did that, but oh, I do. Yes. I think I talked about it before. I do like the one word or one or a couple of words impersonations, like 
Assured. Oh, um, that's a good one. Yeah, or uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Oh, Morgan Freeman and uh, Shawshank Redemption. <clears throat> that's a horse apple. <laughs> that one's not as good. That's not as good. It sounded like you saying horse apple. <laughs> that's a horse apple. <laughs> That's a horse. You know, you know what part I'm talking Andy about? Andy had to crawl through one and a half miles of shit that day. <laughs> <laughs> Old Andy Dufresne. Some of the foulest filth you could ever imagine. <laughs> hey, he asked me for Raquel Welch. <laughs> the warden was confused as fuck that day. <laughs> Just about the time that bullet was going through the warden's head. <laughs> oh, Andy got himself a, a week of solitaire. <laughs> that scene on the roof, uh, though, is great in that movie. Wait, oh, the beard. Well, he walks the, up to that guard and he's like, "Do you trust your wife? Do you trust your wife?" And the guy's like, "What the fuck?" And like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, my wife? Yeah, like holds him off the edge of the roof almost. Like, what'd you say to me? No, what I'm saying is, do you trust your wife? <laughs> oh, Andy got himself into a pickle. That's the sandlot. Now it's turning into now it's turning into Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> oh, Andy <laughs> Dufresne's at it again. <laughs> you know, Boss Hog will soon be on their trail. <clears throat> Them Duke boys. Are fucking up the suspension of the General Lee once again. <laughs> once again. And down in the swamps of Louisiana, it's gator season. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. In the yeah. in the in the uh Chafalaya River, they're hunting gators. <laughs> shoot Elizabeth, shoot. <laughs> shoot him. Shoot a little bit. Shoot Elizabeth. You can't understand what they're saying. That's why we put subtitles. That's why they're Cajun. <laughs> I have one of those little Sterling engines. It's like a, my sister got it for me for Christmas the one year. Oh, yeah. It's like a little, little desktop. The little candle little underneath burner. it. Yeah, it's a Bunsen burner thing that you fill up with denatured alcohol. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's cool. I mean, it's. It is what it is, kind of thing. But I always, I had like steam engines, those little steam engines that were on like a metal like plate when I was. Little. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I always like fucking with those, so she got me that. Those things are cool. It, I mean, I like learning about those things, and really, in a small scale, you get to see them in action. It's neat. Yeah, yeah. I Unless you have a plexiglass like hood that. on your car. Have you ever heard of a hit and miss engine? No. <clears throat> Only one have a plug uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, actually, this is like a uh, uh, engine that was that was conceived to to spin and not like like you say it doesn't fire every time. It just spins until it needs to be uh, fired again. And there's some sort of uh, I'm not exactly sure how the device is uh, hmm. controls you know when it when it fires, but they call it a hit and miss because it doesn't fire on every rotation. But that was used to be, that's what old, like back in the the early, uh, late 1800s, early 1900s, a lot of farmers used for power and pumps and stuff like that because they'll run all day. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's really like the Stirling engines, well, certain configurations are good for for stationary things. Like if you were just using it to power an electric generator for later use or something. Yeah. uh, They're really great. But NASA like figured it out in the fucking 80s. They had a car that had a Stirling engine in it. They first put it in a van, just an Air Force van, and (laughs) and did all the stuff around the base in it, anything normal. And then they put it in a, uh, like a late 80s Dodge Ram, also an Air Force vehicle that drove around from base to base all over the country and did normal Air Force stuff. Um, and uh, it ran just fine and was more fuel efficient than uh, an internal combustion engine. And it didn't matter what fuel you put into it. Liquid, you know, it's gas, just, solid. It's the air. You know, as long as it burns it. Burn. Yeah. Yeah. And even use wood. If you, you know, they also work in reverse. Uh, let me. Oh, you know what? It it depends on how you spin mine, which way it'll go. Exactly. Let me let me play this. It's a uh, it's an old video. Um, I'm not sure from where. Very versatile. Yes, it, it can is. also be used as a refrigerator. In this case, there is no need for a heater, and the shape of the head is changed. Yeah, it is. The direction of rotation remains the same. The machine is driven by... Oh, I bet you can't hear this. No, no. Well, too bad, so sad, in the words of my father, tough titty. Tough titty, said the kitty. You mean the box. It was authentically old-timey, Ned. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Authentically. Yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll get it to where uh, you make it work. Are you showing different technology? That's a that's a that's an accent right there. Some say it is. <clears throat> some say I got hairy legs. I know some say <laughs> got hairy legs. Glistens in the sun, huh? Kids come up and rub them on the pool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't play pool. I lost my cue stick. That can do French too, kind of a little bit. Oh, we maybe no. Uh, I Hogstari. No, uh, to talk to you today about uh, things in French Canada. If uh, you would like to listen to me, I can talk to you. Oh, that's very bon. (laughs) In French Canada, we eat poutine and. No offense to uh, Sir Matthew, wherever he is. Oh no, you you have you meant to offend. Or hey, citizen. Right, let's try this. Very versatile. It can also be used as a refrigerator. You can hear that. Mm-hmm. In this case, there is no need for a heater, and the shape of the head is changed. The direction of rotation remains the same. The machine is driven by an electric motor in what we will call the forward direction. Yeah, we'll call it that. Again, (laughs) expansion takes place in the head of the cylinder. Compression at the base. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You can hear it. In the expansion space, the gas will cool. There's a lot of pauses in here. (laughs) In the compression space, heat does develop, but only to be removed by cooling water. Oh. Thus, heat is transferred from the head 
to the cooling water. Mm -hmm. It's even possible to cool the head so much that the surrounding air is liquefied upon it. See, that's the thing. The Stirling cycle then can be used as the basis for a hot gas engine or a refrigerator. Uh -huh. The machine running in the same forward direction in both cases. But if the direction of rotation is reversed, two other ways of operation are obtained. Oh. When the electric motor is switched on to drive in the forward direction, the machine will act as a refrigerator. The water vapor from the air condenses on the head and a thin layer of frost is formed upon it. Hmm. You can hear it. But... Exciting. I know. Listen to it. <laughs> I can hear At it getting colder At a later stage, the right head now. becomes so cold that the air itself is liquefied. The rate at which the air is liquefied is best seen by collecting it in a ring. Okay. See, that's the thing. It's liquefying the air around it. You can collect it in a ring underneath that head he's talking about at the top of the piston. You can store that liquid air for later to, to again, run the engine, except instead of heating the head to drive it, you're vastly cooling the head to drive it, but it still works on a temperature differential. Yeah, I, there's something in the instructions for mine to tell you how to do that. Yeah. I'm sure. I can't remember what, yeah. I've only done it with the, the little heating element on it. And this one's talking about uh, a free piston <laughs> configuration where the, the pistons, the two pistons, the displacement and the drive piston are on the same shaft. It's just, that that kind of tech is cool to me. It works on, on their resonance. So it naturally um, gets into the right, uh, what's the word? Um, Balance. Balance, yeah. Timing. Timing, balance, but yes. It uh and it has all sorts of functions. To be able to to cool the air off so much it liquefies and then you can just collect it in a ring for later use. <laughs> That's kinda neat. All you would need is a well, this for later. Yeah. There's a NASA configuration. Didn't we listen to it where they use uh uh hydrogen or helium inside to cool it down? Well, if you're cooling down the air enough to liquefy it, you could cycle that through or store it for later, like use a compressor and pump it into a storage tank. I never even heard the like refrigerated aspect of it. I wonder if you, you could probably like run a refrigerator off. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Or a freezer. Run a comp compressor. But I mean, could it, I wonder if it could be the, its own condenser, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as you have the uh, the power to power the little electric motor at the front of it, that that that's what's powering the piston as opposed to the temperature differential. So when you're powering the piston that way, that's when you can you can also use it as a heater, where it gets the uh, the head up to seven hundred degrees Celsius. That's nuts. That's a hot head. Yeah, that's some hot head <laughs> right there. <laughs> Red hot. I wonder what the efficiency Red. between the fuel and the the heat of the head is. Well, that one thing said 55%. Yeah. And this video here is old. This is 60s. That guy, uh, he sounded a little bit, uh, he had moments where he sounded a little bit like Gene Wilder and uh, <laughs> Young Frankenstein explaining. Wouldn't that be funny if it was Gene Wilder doing uh, <laughs> an instructional video on... <laughs> At any minute, he could snap just like that. 
<laughs> I wonder what else is in here. Oh. Coal that is stored in the head may be used to yeah. obtain mechanical energy. When the electric motor is switched off, the machine itself will start to run, but in the reverse direction. It acts now as a cold gas engine, as long as the head remains cold enough. Before the cold gas engine comes to a stop, the electric motor is switched on again to keep the machine running in the reverse direction. Therefore, the head will continue to be heated up and the machine now operates as a heat pump. Fun. Listen to that heat pump. <laughs> How big is the engine that the guy got in the video? It looks about the size of a water heater. Oh, okay. That's a good size one. Yeah. Oh. Still running. Huh. <laughs> Still running. We will now extinguish the lights. Oh, let's turn off the lights, guys. Ooh, set the mood. Yeah. <laughs> For that hot Show head. Some science, head baby. indicates that a temperature of about 700 degrees centigrade has been reached. He's got glowing head. Let's mm. uh, rewind it. extra. We will now extinguish the lights. <laughs> the glowing head indicates that a temperature of about 700 degrees centigrade has been reached. Or you're in the presence of a spook. This heat is turned into mechanical energy by switching off the electric motor. The machine now runs in the forward direction as a hot gas engine. Anyway, you heard it run quite a bit in that little presentation. Yeah. It's, uh, that's neat. Why, why are we still using other, why, why are we still using gasoline? <laughs> Well, I can just throw my trash in there. I think just mainly because of the BTU. Because I, I think if you looked up the efficiency of an internal combustion engine, it's probably 12. Than a, is it? No, I don't know. I was just making that up. <laughs> I've driven some cars that were. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. I had some old cars back in the day that <laughs> I think they dumped more gas on the highway than they did. Uh, you it's supposed to smell like engine. that, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I strive to be rich, and that's why it's running rich. <laughs> you guys like to huff gas, right, while you drive? Or? Yeah, or what? I mean, <laughs> fuck the <laughs> government. <laughs> well, they tell me it's dangerous. Well, fuck the government. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, and actually, that's what I'm. You know, I'm just trying to think of ideas where, like. Where we really could fuck the government and like where we wouldn't have to <laughs> be sucking off their teeth whether we wanted to or not. Like, yeah, and those engines are simple enough where normal ass people could figure them out, and especially if you're using one with uh, an alternator with a magnet on around the side of it, uh, less moving parts. You don't have to have uh, linkages and, you know, crankshafts and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Blue Dish is saying that, that lubrication and long-term operation are a big problem for them, so the maintenance type things. But, yeah, it does sound like a fewer... Well, NASA discussed that problem, too, in the one that they had made, 
where, uh, of course, you put engine oil in it, but because the engine oil isn't in contact with any combustive materials, the engine oil stays clean, and you can run it for longer between oil changes, sometimes indefinitely without an oil change. Like, they figured that shit out in the fucking 80s and then just went, never mind, we're only going to put them in spacecraft. (laughs) Shoved it in the warehouse next to the Ten Commandments. Yeah, it it was them in the Department of Energy that worked (laughs) on uh, the Stirling engine for a a motorized vehicle, like a a, a passenger vehicle. That's what I'm kind of surprised these aren't used more for, like, generators, definitely. Or even electric cars. You know, have this be the powerhouse of the electric car that's powering the generator for it. Oh, yeah. Instead of a ass load of fucking, you know, explodable batteries. Yeah, hell, you could have the, the, the battery powering the generator, powering the car, or something like that. Or the something. Yeah. I mean, you would still need a charge for a starter. Yeah. Once it gets heated up or cooled down, whichever way you're going to do it, uh, just a little starter motor gets that fucking thing spinning. And then it's not providing the locomotion. It's just charging a, an electric generator. And that's what's like the, powering everything else. That's how the Chevy Volt was, but then GM stopped making it because it had a gas engine to power a generator to charge the batteries. Yeah. And then they uh, they stopped making it. Isn't yeah. that just a hybrid? Yeah, pretty much. Eh, kind of. I mean, my new truck, they consider it a hybrid because it's got this stupid little electric motor on it to give it torque when it accelerates. But mm-hmm. it's about as hybrid as, uh, you know, the, the freaking locomotive engine, you know. Which actually locomotives are kind of hybrid. I shouldn't say that. An old steam engine. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I rode a train to Scranton. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like somebody's in the grass. Hell yeah. No. <laughs> Over tokage. <laughs> batteries batteries trying to get a sterling engine going. I think that's what it is. I can hear it run. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, it's about that time to uh for the behind the schemes guys to uh get their show on the road, you know. Oh heck yeah. Love those guys, Booberry, Lavish. They'll eat their own um, dead. If they have to. Love what you're wearing, Booberry. Hey, Peekaboo, how you doing? The Mothman was back. He's back, baby. And uh, you need to check out Behind the Schemes. That's right. Because they're enlightening. That's a good word for it. Wow, hello, Peekaboo, how you doing? Yeah. Who what a make fun show. Two guys? That's you know? what I'm saying. Yeah. Look, look at them. Look at them. Yeah, just look at them. I try to look at them as often as I can. Or or look at the show art, at least. Can Zippy get a show lav- with those guys? Yeah. Lavish is a fine connoisseur of hot dogs also. Oh, I believe it. Lavish, mm-hmm. palatial. You can tell by his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Booberry, Lavish, I love you both. Slap on the ass. Have a good day. Take the stream away from me. There we go. Hopefully they took it. I don't want it. I've discarded it. But the name that stuck was the Mothman. The Mothman. (laughs) (laughs) Who's got the 
Who's got the uh, dough? Instead of me out. laughing, you're going to hear the pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that a pig call or is it a. It sounds like a buck, uh, like a buck grunt. Hey, it was JCD on one of the pre shows. <laughs> oh, it, oh, that's what he, because that's what he's got. He's got like a, it's a buck grunt call. Instead of he's me got, like, laughing, a toy chest sitting next to him. So. He does have a little toy chest. Yeah. Everyone I know has a big butt. So, uh, Ned, Ned. Let's talk about your big butt. Um, it's getting smaller every day because uh, as you get older, it disappears. Uh, especially in men. In women, it gets bigger. Uh, but in men, it slowly erodes away. I heard Pfeiffer talk <laughs> that he suffers from the same mm. affliction. Apparently, it's Mind called blown. Hank Hill, but... Hank Hill, but... Oh. Yeah. oh, could be a side effect I'll, of the marijuana poisoning. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Oh, them boys are smoking the marijuana. I wish I could do a good... They were making fun of my butt. Pig, piggy. Hank's wife. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> yeah, Bobby, come here. Cut. <laughs> Coming in with no no. I lost my shins in the war. Lost my was it his shins? It was his shins. I think it was his shins. Yeah. <laughs> God dang goop shook my shins. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> I don't know. Can they say gook on King of the Hill? I don't know. <laughs> Hi, if you want to cancel us, give us a call, 430-201-4841. Cancellation administrators are standing by. Keeping in mind, the hog story is a podcasting 2.0. Uh, Compliant, yeah. yeah. Don't get angry. It's not. Uh, it is podcast 2.0 compliant. It is uh, value enabled. You can go to hogstory.net slash donate also if you want. Um, but you could also, uh, don't get angry. Don't get angry. Yes, let me tell you about my accents. <laughs> Which that also sounds like Bane, I guess. I, I was about to say. You remember the doctor to die. To die. <laughs> I was born in it. Molded by we, it. <laughs> we had a guy, his last name was Bane at our work. Oh, yeah. Whenever we, whenever we had to deal with him, it was always, oh, Bane. Oh. Do you feel in control? Bane. <laughs> what a lovely voice. Nobody cared who I was till I put on the mask. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> yeah, it was Sean Connery in the mask the whole time. He really buffed up. Sean, Con Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. That belongs in a museum. <laughs> Junior. I guess you could do the Junior. Batman accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why did you say that name? Just... <laughs> Uh, I'm trying not to laugh. I want to get through this line. Oh. Nobody does a Superman accent. You ever known as that? Fucking oh, yeah. boring ass fucking Cal L piece of shit fucking alien motherfucker. Put your glasses well, back on. Get the fuck out. I think if we're talking about Nick Cage or Superman, we're about to hear it. Oh yeah. Well, see, I did try out for that movie, and I thought I was best suited, but uh, apparently they told somebody else they could have it. I worked out for three. Five, seven weeks. I don't remember. It was a prime number. Oh. Ain't it cool? I don't know if any of those are prime numbers because I'm a retard, but yeah. You said seven. That's one. That's one. There's three? There's five? Yes, that's one. That's one, too. Five, yep. That's one. 
Oh, yeah, see, I knew that. I knew the side effects of the marijuana poisoning would actually help <laughs> me out. I can't think of any, like, Nick Cage lines that stick out to me, but there's so many of them. I could eat a peach for hours. I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> when I Nick think of Cage Nick Cage Superman... I think of him like a I think of like Con Air with his hair blown in the wind when he gets yeah. off the bus all slow oh, like yeah. that. Except Maybe for in the Superman costume. Lois, let's go. Have you seen the city from above? That whole uh Con Air, it seems like he's doing like an Elvis impersonation the whole movie. If you listen to it. I'll be right there, Sugar <laughs> Bear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Wasn't he in Sweet Home Alabama? Or was that someone else? Oh no, that was uh that was the other Southern guy, um uh, Harry Connick Jr. Oh. He's Southern? He's Wasn't it that like movie? Got, yeah. Isn't he the lounge singer guy? Yeah. Yeah. He does, know, yeah. he does jazz. He plays piano as well. He's pretty talented. I gotta right, say, right. he has a nice yeah, singing yeah. voice. He's I don't like him as an actor because he's he tries to Matthew McConaughey it up, you know. I mean, <laughs> all right, all, all right, right. I mean, wow, Sandra Bullock, what are you doing in this wonderful house? Oh, wow. <laughs> Have you ever seen that uh, McConaughey movie where he's a surfer? <laughs> Surf ninjas? No, he even, wasn't in that. I can't even think. I can't even think of what the name of it was. I remember watching it a while back. It was kind of a. He plays this like spaced out, tripped out surfer. Fast times at lived. Ridgemont High. No, that was Nick Cage. I worked in a diner. Oh, yeah, he was in there. Nick Cage would win in Batman versus Superman, by the way. Yeah, because he wouldn't get a shit what his mom's name was. Yeah. Well, no, that was Batman that gave a shit. Which Batman wouldn't give a shit. He's smarter than that. Like, that's how he was able to beat Superman. Oh, yeah. Is he outsmarted? He's like, oh, shit, he's fucking dumb. (laughs) I throw a rock and he goes and smashes it. I'll just get a kryptonite rock. Instead, Just Batman's like, a fucking chode. He's like, oh, mom, your mom has the same name as my mom. Why'd you see that name? <laughs> like, Bruce Wayne, you're a rich, you have, you're a rich adult. You've had, like, the uh, finances to have years of therapy if you want. You could have gotten over this mom thing a long time ago. All those push-ups and you can't lift a bloody log. The vats. The what? The bats. Oh, I thought you said the larch. Came and attacked him. Ah, oh, Peter. Is that what you were doing? I mean, come on, Lois. No, no, I was trying to do Nick Cage saying uh, oh. the bats. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to start talking to Stewie all of a sudden. With the bats that came and got me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, The Rock was a cool movie. Sean, oh, yeah. Sean Connery was in that. So was Nick was. Cage. And who yeah. wasn't? The fucking Rock. Yeah. Dwayne. Just like a guinea bastard to bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those movies I had in high school on VHS that I'd uh, watched over and over again with the volume up because I had my girlfriend over to cover oh. over the girlfriend noises. Oh, yeah. movies are great for that. What? Uh, Contouchables? Contouchables. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean. That oh, really. I thought that's oh. what you said. <laughs> Lex said no. I said untouchable. Well, we're gonna pretend you said untouchables. Uh, good I job. I'm glad you came up with that. More. You get this. <laughs>
that is definitely a show title. <laughs> untouchables. Writing it down. <laughs> uh, that also is the name of a strip club I'm opening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like a cross between a strip club and a petting zoo. <laughs> I was about to say, typically, the uh, the frown from the, the touching. Yeah, well, if uh, you just like any petting zoo, if you beat them enough, they're surprisingly tolerant with a lot of things. Oh, women violence is not funny. Where's my... Oh, good. Yeah. Everyone out there is telling me. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! I like those jokes. The ones that, like, what do you tell a woman with two black eyes? Nothing you done told her twice. Nothing you told her twice. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. What's the other one? Um, why doesn't a woman need a watch? Why? The stove's got a clock on it. <laughs> yes. I'm very happy to be here. She said in the kitchen. <laughs> That's right. You're listening to Hog Story. It's a brand new pod to pod. So brand new. We've been doing yeah. it for like almost six years. Have you but we are regrettably without a co host tonight. Well, I got two Where right now. Good. Carolyn's out yeah. having uh, fun. Hardcore is she, fun? Is she gallivanting in Canada? Is she is gallivanting for sure. Justin, I know that much. Under Justin Trudeau? Yeah. Well, as long as uh, she's not tapping the Admiral or anything, she should be fine. <laughs> what if that's fun? Like, it is. That could be fun. For old sailors. Hardcore fun. Hardcore fun. Well, speaking of, I've really got to play another ad. Hold on. Same ad, but again. We've all been there. You're in a guy's apartment. It's cleaner than you expected. You're not feeling so clean yourself. So, what do you do now with your stinky cunt? You do the only thing you can do. You pop in a Peaches Pussy Pellet. For freshness on the go. Available now. 40-pack for only $69.99. Call in the next 420 seconds. We'll throw in a discreet travel case for free. 430-201-4841. Peaches Pussy Pellets from the makers of Coozer Cleanse. 430 201 4841. 430 201 4841. That's right. <laughs> I temporarily oh, need a new uh, voicemail message. Do what? <laughs> I need a new voicemail message for thank you for calling Peaches Pussy Pellets. Oh, yes. Operators are standing by. <laughs> Press 69 if you need to order now. There's 40 of them? Yeah, I mean, you that's don't a, know how stinky, stinky they can get. That's a stinky cunt there. I know. I know. And the ad was unprompted. They reached out to me. Oh. I was like, sure, I'll take your ad revenue. Hell because, yeah. uh... Fuck the government. <laughs> we ain't claiming that. It's an, act, an action strategy. Because, I mean... It's an affliction that affects many people every day. Even men nowadays. You're doing God's work. Oh, yeah. Yep. And all those uh, fat chicks that are going to be dressing up as Ursula this Halloween. I was, you know what? I was li When I was listening, when, when Vox was on, he said somebody saying something about her on the internet. <laughs> oh. I was thinking in my head, don't worry, Vox, because the internet thinks that uh, vaginas are nine inches long and tubular. 
<laughs> that it does. <clears throat> that it does. It's a cesspool of assholes. What, the smoker? No. It, no, the internet. Oh, well, yes. That's a, that's a fact. Yup. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Well, uh, on that note... Captain Winky! Yeah, I'm going to have to... Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, got him. I got him. Also got one last voicemail to play. Uh, let's play Give me with voicemail. Yes. I'll, Fuck uh, yeah. Oh, I'll I got to... Yeah, I got to hit you this time. Oh, ah, yeah. Yeah! I can hit everybody with a... Most of them come with a phone number. Yeah, I was just wondering if uh, Pfeiffer liked um, kosher food or or um, or huh. what's the other kind there? Palestinian <laughs> food. Just wanted wanted to know. Thank you. Fuck the government. Well, let's see. That's a uh, that's an interesting question to ask. What is Palestinian food? Uh, hummus. You think Hamas eats hummus? Yeah, I'm just, I like I kind of like Syrian like Mediterranean food. If yeah. it's like that, then I probably like that. I like I like pita bread. But isn't kosher how it's prepared? So couldn't like Palestinian food be prepared? Yeah, it's uh, right. called halal. So, yeah, and if it's anything like the halal carts on the, you know, the streets in New York City, oh, I love that shit. So whatever, shawarma. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I don't care if it's goat. No, I don't care. Isn't that mutton? No, that's a sheep. That's the adult sheep. Yeah. yeah. I forget sometimes, you know. What, did Is that they a have trick a question? Special... Did I miss them? Maybe he's calling you a Jew. Oh, boy. Oh, I already boy, mentioned I'm not, I'm not rich. Or an Wait, Israelite? Oh, fuck. I'm You're trying an, to... an Israeli? I don't know. I'm a hillbilly. I don't know what... The... Yeah. I don't know. I know it's time for me to read some boostograms. I know that much. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, we appreciate everybody that listens to the show, and especially the ones that uh, chip in. I mean, a dumbass term. Sorry, I used it. Um, <laughs> you know. But we do. We appreciate it. Every bit helps because we are a value for value podcast. We put this out, and if you get value from it, give us value back. You know, put out for us. How about that? I'm a big Bitcoin guy. Not that big. But, uh, you know, Senator Warren, the only thing Marjorie and I know, know about cryptocurrency is we don't have any. Huh. Crypto. That's right. I want to thank. Well, let me go up. Oh, this is from Mary Kate Ultra. Uh, no, wait. Before that, <laughs> Ned Ned came in oh. with uh, 10,000 sets. It was on Friday. I did an in, impromptu stream Friday afternoon. Ned Ned with his 10,000 sets said it's. Fried and it's gay. It's Friday. Friday. Indeed. Hey, Citizen also came in on Friday with 69. 69. And a uh, note that said, fuck them asshat BMI vultures. Yeah. In the butt. Uh. <laughs> 69. 69. 69, dudes. Yeah. All I do is eat ass and 69 Nintendos, bro, every day. Mary Kate Ultra came in with 55, 55, saying, 
you can tell a lot about a man by the way he grips his pick. Oh that was yeah, guitar talk with lavish on on there, and you you were on there Friday as well. Friday yeah, it had to do with uh, the bassist uh, playing with the pick. Oh right, yeah, that's right, Kristen Novoselic. Yeah, I couldn't remember what we were talking about. Yeah, and then for today's show, we got the Dirty Jersey Whore coming Ooh. in with nineteen thousand seven hundred and sixty sets, and a note that says. It's a Monday, said in my best accent. <laughs> well, on behalf of Carolyn, thank you, Dirty Jersey Whore. Indeed. And it's a Monday, or it's a Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. And then Mary Kate Ultra again with 5555, saying, Here are some tree stars. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. That's right. I found it. Mm-hmm. Is that Sarah? I did that. Thank you, Mary Kate Ultra. Thank you, Dirty Jersey Whore. Net, net, and hey, citizen. Yeah. Um, do we get the weirdo from last time with this row of sticks? Yeah, I think so. The satchel of Richards for your bunghole. That was <laughs> from last Monday. Let me check the uh, the old PayPal's for some hogaroos that may have come in that way hard earned hogarooskies hard earned hogaroos I forget who came up with that term might have been Spencer he's a cool guy over there bowl after bowl you can check them out tomorrow night which is uh, what you should do Uh, some of these are for the folk hour I see but we do have a monthly donation that came in I do believe from C Brooklyn 112 for five hogaroos. Hey. I appreciate that. And, Man of uh, taste. Indeed. What day did this come in? Oh, it came in before last show. So we said those. So thanks, C Brooklyn 112. You're the man. Thank you all for listening to me, Fletcher. For this episode of Hog Story, check out the Sterling engine. Look into it. I I honestly don't think it's as uh, inefficient anymore. As it once was. I mean, there's a reason NASA is still developing technology for it. <clears throat> you can find it in the back of your boy's life magazine. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably so. Man, I haven't thought of those in a long ass time. And just remember that Mulan is to blame for all the woke gender stuff going on now. It's a new theory. We're working on it. I appreciate that theory, Pfeiffer. Thank you for joining me uh, this evening. Hey, no problem. They have the- it's always nice to just hop on and give him the chance. So. Well, I mean, you are Jeff Goldblum. I am. You are in the smoker. And uh, I need to come up with a question for for next week. Oh. Yeah. Um. We don't have a list, do we? No, I never do anything like that. It's on that. a desk in Toronto. Um. So let's see. Uh. Have you? I'll just do one off the top of my head. If you if you had magic powers, what would they be? We've done superpowers, but what about sure. magic powers? Yeah, all right. They're yeah, different you can than choose superpowers. your own magic powers. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, what would they be? And if you don't know anything about magic powers, check out some RPG handbooks or something. Yeah. What would they you, be? Is it a lightning bolt? Yeah, would, yeah, right. Lightning bolt. Summon undead. Would you be a, a, a pyromancer? A necromancer. Should be a what, what's a what's one that uses ice? A cryomancer? I don't know. Would you uh, make the Sterling engine more efficient? 
Let us know, 430-201-4841. Tell us what magic powers you would have. Yep, what are you keeping in that first slot when you're playing Warcraft? Mm-hmm. Or Diablo or whatever. Same thing. I don't know. That's what I want to know, and I... I don't know. It should be a good one. I'll have to call in for that. Yeah, please, let us know. And um, Carolyn will be joining us next week, so everybody uh, keep her in your thoughts for all that fun she's having. We want her to stay safe. And we also want her to stay dangerous. Which is very important. Did I miss anything? from? Unless you missed a voicemail from Christopher Battle. I think I did. What am I? Yeah, it looks like I did. Yeah. Let's pause this music and stay dangerous. Kind of uh, just triggered that for it, me. I was like, did. "Wait a second, yeah. we're missing something." Yeah, uh, I'm glad we I didn't caught call it. Car or anything. Christopher Battles gets a preemptive one of those. Hit me with the voicemail. I'm trying. Oh, ah, there it is. Oh, there. That's the sound of an accident. It's very. Did he just? The only accent that I can consistently do, you would have to go listen to another podcast. And that would be Fun Fact Friday. And listen to episode 100. Oh. Or, oh, okay. We could just have a Canadian accent and just say A all the time. Because that's all Carolyn says is Jeff Goldblum, A. I don't know. Christopher Battles, A. Yeah. Accent. I know you could do one. I'm always kind of jealous. Because, like, uh, theater friends. And they can do accents. And yeah, I can just do stupid voices. But they're not even that stupid. But that way, it's unfair to call things stupid. Because, you know, it's people. They're why, ignorant. why do we got to criticize the people? Just because they might sound funny. Um, anywho. <laughs> leave it at that. I, I love you guys. That ain't battles. And... Yeah. Whether or not you're British or you're Canadian or you're just a hillbilly or you can actually pick out accents and have an ear for them. You can always say... Thank you for coming, Christopher. Indeed. A caca. Oh, a British caca. A very erudite caca. Oh, indeed. To you, sir. What was that accent he was doing at the beginning? I don't know. Sound like he was having a good time, though. It did. It wouldn't have been a complete show without a voicemail from Christopher Battles. Was, so I appreciate yes. that. And I appreciate him doing the uh, cardboard call-outs, you know, for every show over on No Agenda Socials. Yeah, those always look nice. He does a fantastic job with the black marker and the whiteout pen. I gotta say. Yep. Well, Very now, that, now that the show is complete. Mm-hmm. And we got the question, what, if you had a magic powers, what would it be? Next show, 430 leave your voicemail, because we want to hear them. Do it right now. 
Yeah, do it right now so you don't forget. Phone lines, actually, do not disturb. Then do it right now. It's already gone. All right. And that's because I have been Fletcher. I joined him for a little while. I'm Fiverr. Yeah, you are. And you've been in The Smoker with us because you are Jeff Goldblum. And until next week, or maybe Friday. Hmm. Adios, mofos. Adios. What I'm trying to say is fuck the government. Fuck the government. I'm gay, I know everything. <laughs> hey, you in the blue. I, I, I did it. I, I did it. Hey, you in the blue shirt. I shall call you Boner Thorith. Everyone I know has a big butt. Admiral.